Hello and welcome to Fun Kids Meets. This is the podcast where Fun Kids brings you some of the most amazing and interesting people. And my good friend and all-round legend Bex is here. Hello, Bex. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm very well. You've been chatting to more excellent, interesting people this week. And who is it this week? This week, Sean, it is Claire Balding. Yes, Claire Balding. Welcome along. Welcome along. She was absolutely lovely, I've got to say. I was a little bit nervous of Claire Balding because she's a big deal. So Claire Balding, big sports broadcaster. Mm. Um, she's also written a lot of kids' books as well. Um, uh, give us a little, bit, a little bit of behind the scenes of what it was like chatting to Claire. All right, so Claire Balding, I've got to say, she was an absolute pro. I've never had this before, where a person on the other end will say, do you want me to record this as well? She actually recorded it separately oh. in case in case it didn't work for her. She was like, don't worry, I know what it's like for things to go wrong. I will help you out. So she recorded it separately from her end, just in case. Also, in the background of the interview, I don't think you'll be able to hear it, fingers crossed, but I was we were Zooming, obviously, and I was doing it from my kitchen, and uh, my dad had put the dishwasher on beforehand and I hadn't realised. <laughs> so, halfway through the interview, twice, you can just say, beep, when the dishwasher was finished. Um, so that was super professional. Like, she was very professional, I was... <laughs> Less so. It was, I, it, I that's say. a real roller coaster of broadcasting professionalism there, people. I mean, the balance was incredible. Um, but yeah, she was brilliant. So basically, you might know Claire Balding. She's written a lot of kids' books that are fiction. But this one is non-fiction, and it's all about her life growing up as a kid. And it's kind of um, motivational. It's telling you that you can do things badly, or things can go wrong for you, or you might not seem like you're cool or clever or successful. But actually, if you work hard and just stick at it and you know just keep going, really, you, you can get there and you can achieve stuff. So this is essentially a chat with Claire about her book, which is sort of like a, it's like a book to inspire, I guess, give you some, give you some life tips. Exactly. That's the kind of book that if you could print off all the pages and then just stick it around your house, it would be the most <laughs> motivational wallpaper in the world. Right. So let's go on with the fun kids meets bingo. So this is where I try and guess um, what happens in the interview. I have no idea what happens, so we're all playing along together here of uh, what we think might be in this interview. So I'm thinking Claire Balding, if it's going to be full of inspirational stories, now Claire Balding has got a lot of chums and connections in the sporting world. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to hear from some sports stars. Would I be Would I be wrong? Well, I can't tell you, can I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to guess two sports stars. Okay. Okay. I'm one of them's curveball. One of them's a curveball one. But because Claire Bowling mm-hmm. is a, a le- well, she's she's big in the racing world, I think she's going to chat to Rachel Blackmore, who, or we're going to hear a story, or she's going to mention Rachel Blackmore, who is the first female jockey to ever win the Grand National. So she's quite big on horses. And Rachel Blackmore, probably very inspirational sports star. So I think we might hear an inspiring reference to her i'm just impressed you know who rachel blackmore is well done i I, I know my stuff um i'm also i'm also this one's going to be a little bit more of an easy one i was going to also go for usain bolt because obviously he's okay he's obviously going to have some tales of inspiration that i think he'd share and my third i think it's not i think i think claire's going to mix it up a bit i don't think it's just going to be exclusively sports stars i think there might be some inspirational people from the wider world so i'm also going to go for greta thunberg as well oh really yeah i mean to be honest great guesses sean very good guesses there but um i suppose the only way we can find out the answer is by by listening to the interview really well here we go then Uh, this is bex's lovely chat with claire balding hi claire 
Hi there, Bex. What a book you've brought to us. You've brought us this kind of manual for life. I think, gosh, I know. It's, it, I think there are things that we can always read about that just help us with everyday life. And sometimes those those things come to us in, in stories. And, and most of the time I've written fiction for kids. But I decided that I really wanted to take the things that I had learned from both my own life and the mistakes that I'd made when I was young and, and hopefully recovered from, um, but also all the sports people that I've interviewed and the amazing people in public life that I admire and try and see if I could put that into 10 lessons, if you like, for for people to read about in a fun way and then take away. And, and I think probably now more than ever, getting back on again is is what we all need to be doing because we're all sitting there, aren't we, going, come on, when's this going to finish in terms of lockdown? Yeah, you're, so the book is called uh, Fall Off, uh, it's Get Back On and Then Keep Going. And um, it's really... It's such a helpful book and I'm kind of annoyed you didn't write this when I was little because I would have really, really needed this. <laughs> like you say, it's kind of bits of advice um, from yourself, um, from kind of people who've inspired you uh, and just to kind of get kids to know it's OK to fail or it's OK to try different things or to not always fit in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's almost the most powerful message that I can impart is that being different from everyone else is is not a weakness. It there are ways of turning that into a strength. And, and you come to that maybe sometimes a bit later in life, probably took me till I was about 35 to work that out. But I would love to have known that when I was 12. Um, and the book is aimed, I think there's that, that when you are just about to switch schools, when you're about to go to big school, I think something happens and you get a bit scared. And not surprisingly, because you're going into a school where you're probably, you don't know the setup, you don't know the teachers, you might not know all the kids. You're just becoming, you know, you're developing your own personality and there'll be, and you suddenly become a bit obsessed with how you look in a way that you're not when you're eight and nine. You're just not. So this is aimed at that age group where you just are going through that or about to go through that time where you start sometimes maybe looking inwards. Uh, in a way that isn't always healthy. And and I hope that this is a way of turning. If you think about your own your own being as, a, as an iPhone, don't have it on selfie mode, not all the time, because on selfie mode, it's all about you in the picture. And, and it might be the Taj Mahal or the Eiffel Tower or the London Bridge behind Tower Bridge behind you. But if you've got it on selfie mode, it's really about you and whether you're looking OK in that shot. And And, and I would love even just for you know, a few days a week, everybody to practice looking at the world with the camera on outgoing mode. So you are looking at the world and you are appreciating the beauty in the world and the beauty of other people. And you're not worrying about how you look in that instant or feel or fit. You are appreciating everything around you and looking at your friends and saying, how can I help them? How can I you know, make them stronger. And it, I promise you, it does something really profound. And I know this because it's what I did at the London Olympics. I absolutely told myself, this is all about the event. This is all about looking at the event and translating the event and talking about the competitors. It's not about me. And it made all the difference in the world. It has made such a difference to my level of happiness and my enjoyment in what I do. And and I, I don't know why it took me so long to work that out. Some of the messaging in the book is, is about that. Some is about courage and how you can practice courage, that courage really is a muscle. And it's actually sometimes easier, I think, to be courageous on behalf of other people. But that links into finding your voice. And there's a chapter on that. 
and there's a chapter called Conf- The Cloak of Confidence. And I love that idea because I do think confidence is something you can put on and you can wear. It's um, you mentioned before about the, the Olympics as well. Um, one of the things I loved about the book is you're so um, open about your own life and your struggles. And that was my favorite chapter was the flexibility, that thing about being stretchy and figuring out, well, that's not gone right. But what can I do to pivot this around and make it into something for me? That for me, I read that chapter and I was like, where's this been? I needed this. It's amazing. Yeah. And I think probably now more than ever, we need to be flexible in our minds. I mean, uh, everyone is at different stages of, of, of their lives and the kids reading this will be at different stages of their of their schooling, but everything they thought was going to happen hasn't happened. And the same for me, everything I thought was going to happen last year, the Olympics, the Paralympics, for, for me, Olympic years are like A-level years. You know, this is when I do my exams and I didn't, they didn't happen. So yes, you're going to feel a bit anxious, but understanding why you're feeling that and working on ways that can help you enjoy what's happening now and the benefits of now and then when the other thing happens you're going to enjoy it even more because you've really missed it like going you know who ever thought kids would miss being at school seriously because it's really interesting reading the book uh it's of the time like you have mentioned being in lockdown and being stuck at the moment and I think especially for kids because it might be a little while until we get back to normal it's going to be really nice to read to read some good advice of coping with that as well yeah and funny I mean obviously when I wrote it I was very much hoping by the time it came out we'd be through all of this but we're not so um it, it is even more topical um and and relevant and and lots of people will read chapters of this book and they'll go back and read them again and they might see something different or take something different away from it they'll take away the bit that makes most sense to them so which were you saying was your favorite chapter the flexibility one about right. kind of stretchy yeah whereas i i really like the cloak of confidence because in a way it's the first chapter that i thought okay i've, I've got it i've got the voice here i know what i want to say and how to say it and i quite like the idea of this cloak in the cupboard that you can take and uh, you know it's that that but but we have different things and it's why at the end i recap on the on the 10 qualities but i also i do i think a lot of kids will get that idea of when you talk about when i go and talk to to children in in large groups i'll say to them what do you love about your best friend? And they put their hands up and they talk about their best friend and they say he or she is so kind. They make me laugh. Um, they're always there for me. They support me. And quite often they'll never have actually said that to their friend. They'll only say it because I'm asking them to. And what I'm trying to get them to understand is what you love in your best friend is also what you should value in yourself. And they are the most important qualities. They never talk about what their friend's hair looks like or what they're wearing or the fact they've got AirPods. And that's why the film Soul is called Soul. It's not It's not called, you know, a saxophone or trumpet or piano. It's called Soul. It's, it's so fascinating. Yeah, you're right. The parallels between that are really interesting. Um, also, of course, you put in lots of amazing, inspirational people who've given your life a bit of a like interest or meaning or uh, people that have inspired you. Um, you've got Michelle Obama in there, uh, Colin Kaepernick, lots of amazing um, sports people. But who has influenced you the most? Was it your dad from when you were younger or has it been uh, a, a person in the modern day? Funnily enough, uh, it, my dad influenced me in terms of wanting me to prove him wrong because my dad was pretty old fashioned and thought there were quite a lot of jobs that girls couldn't do. 
uh, including sports broadcasting. <laughs> um, so he did influence me hugely. And I adore him. I mean, you know, lots of people will have this weird relationship with their parents where you love them to bits. But they say things that really annoy you. <laughs> so they can using that to drive you on is quite a good example of, of taking something that happens to you that could be a negative and turning it into something motivational and positive. Uh, I was also, I, you know, I grew up in a world surrounded by animals. And I think animals have had quite a big influence on me, but I loved equestrian sport. And three-day eventing is a sport in which men and women compete all the time against each other. And when I was a kid, the most successful rider in the world was called Lucinda Pryor Palmer, and she became Lucinda Green. She won badminton horse trials six times on six different horses. And I just thought, this is phenomenal. And she's a woman and she's beating all these men and she's so brave and she's, you know, she's galloping cross country, jumping enormous fences and she's got this amazing relationship with her horses and she's just, re and she seems to really love it and really enjoy it. Um, so that had a, a big influence on me and I, I kind of always try and harness that, you, you know, that freedom of spirit that just kind of kick on, just, just, just kick on. And and it's yeah, and that's why and that's why I wanted you, you know just that idea of keep going is is my kick on you know that's that's what I'm trying to say here and you are going to fall off we're all going to fall off so learn how to fall off and actually that's the other big influence Dad had on me is telling me I had to fall off a hundred times because then you start falling off on purpose and then you realise it doesn't hurt and when you kind of soft and floppy and you learn how to fall properly it doesn't frighten you. And the weird thing is you're then less likely to fall, to fall off. So now, you know, translating that into my life on telly or radio, I know I'm going to make mistakes. <laughs> Learning to deal with them and pick yourself up from them or laugh at them or just move on is really important. It's the most important thing. It's it's so true. It's, it's really helpful to read the book and just get some advice on life. Um, thank you so much for chatting to us for Fun Kids. Um, it was really, really interesting and your book is fantastic. Thank you, Bex. You weren't wrong, Bex, were you? Absolute consummate pro. She was absolutely delightful and uh, is who we should all aspire to be, I think. Amazing stuff. Right, let's get on with the Fun Kids Meets Bingo. Um, first of all, no mention of Rachel Blackmore. I thought that was an absolute shoo-in, to be honest. Well, it's a great guess, Sean, but uh, no, I don't think Rachel quite had, had hit the high notes for Claire there, unfortunately, no. And uh, Usain Bolt, although there is a story about him in the book, not mentioned in the interview. Yeah, sadly not. We had to brush past Bolt. <laughs> and finally... Greta Thunberg, also mentioned in the book, but sadly not in the interview. Look, a lot of people were mentioned in the book, Sean. Not all of them can get included in the big interview afterwards. The book, I've got to say, it is brilliant. It's full of just incredible people and, and also Claire's backstory herself. Like, she's very honest and open about how she struggled in her life. Excellent stuff. So you can find out more about Claire Balding's book, um, uh, which is called fall off get back on keep going uh, over on the fun kids website funkidslive.com let us know how you got on in the fun kids meets bingo let us know in the reviews and also if you enjoyed the podcast do give us a five stars and make sure you follow as well bex it's always lovely chatting to you uh, likewise sean hopefully it'll happen again soon i hope so too and we will be back with you with more interesting people next week Bye bye <laughs>